This is Stanley bringing you the sound doctrine of the Bible. Under God, I conducted sound doctrine seminars in 1997, 2007, and 2012. The talks of these seminars are now made available to you in segments. They are for your enlightenment and edification. We continue from what we saw in the previous segment. Now, this morning, my subject that I have before me is rather a lengthy subject, but a very important subject at that. The subject is spiritual warfare. In the name of spiritual warfare, people are engaged in various activities. One of them is prayer walks or prayer marches. And another one is bringing down the strongholds. And again in that context, a study of territorial spirits, a research on that. Then in that sequence also comes binding Satan. Now all these are various activities under that broad spectrum of spiritual warfare. Now the next activity that we would like to look at uh, in this matter of uh, spiritual warfare, generational spirits, generational spirits. You know what this teaching is about? There are certain sins and curses that run through certain families from generation to generation. In some families. And you know what these people teach? Unless we break the chain, there will be no blessing in this family. Such a teaching finds no place anywhere in the Bible. I am going to show it to you. It is pure myth. It is not truth. There is no truth about it. Even in the Old Testament. Turn with me to Exodus 20 and verse 5. Look at the Ten Commandments. Fifth verse. You shall not bow down to them nor serve them. I the Lord your God am a jealous God. Visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children to the third and the fourth generations of those who hate me. If the second generation they start worshipping Christ, you are not going to suffer because your first generation worshipped an idol. If you hate God, then God will take you into judgment. Why? Because now you love him. You don't hate him. You know, even in the Ten Commandments, that important phrase is of vital importance. Turn with me to the book of uh, Ezekiel. 18th chapter. Look at the first four verses. That was a tradition. What was the tradition? Second word. What do you mean when you use this proverb, 
concerning the land of Israel, saying, The fathers have eaten sour grapes, and the children's teeth are set on edge. God is challenging. What is that? Hey, this man is blind. Jesus, whose sin is it is? This fellow's sin or his father's sin? Neither his sin nor his parents' sin. He was born like that to show the glory of God. The disciples would have been bewildered. Because they were coming from Jewish background. Fathers ate sour grapes. Children's teeth are set on edge. What does God say in verse 3? As I live. You know, he comes with an authority, with a seal. As I live. You shall no longer use this proverb in Israel. This is what I call dispensational differences in the interpretation of the Bible. No longer you will use this proverb in Israel. Why? God gives a beautiful explanation. Behold, all souls are mine. The soul of the Father as well as the soul of the Son is mine. Only the soul which sins, that shall die. No further appeal. On my life, I am the surety, I am the guarantee for this truth. As I live. The same thing we read in book of Jeremiah 31st chapter. Verses 29 and 30. In those days, they shall no more say the fathers have eaten sour grapes and the children's teeth are set on edge. Everyone shall die for his own iniquity. Underline, his own iniquity. Only the man who eats the sour grapes, his teeth will be set on edge. Amen? What does the Bible say? If any man is in Christ, he is not an evolution from his forefather, he is a new creation. He does not carry the baggage of his father and grandfather and great grandfather. It is not an evolution, it is a new creation. Turn with me to that passage and look at that afresh. Then you understand what the Bible tries to teach in that passage. 5.17 of 2 Corinthians If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. The old baggage, the old things, whatever, that we don't care. Everything has become new. Now, all things are of God. All things are not of our forefathers. All things are of our God. Who has reconciled us to him through Jesus Christ. 
my father was an enemy of the gospel he was a pujari or he was a priest falling before idols he drove away missionaries from our villages but i am in christ i am a new creature all things are passed away now all things are not of my father all things of my god the father why i am now reconciled to god i have now reconciled to god the old is gone on the face of this where is generational spirit huh? it's coming from generation to generation and you should go to a meeting that preacher will break the bond which bible teaches come to first peter first chapter verses 18 and 19 knowing that you are not redeemed with corruptible things like silver and gold from your aimless conduct received by the tradition from your fathers but with the precious blood of Christ as a lamp without blemish and without spot we are redeemed from the vainless tradition maybe my father or maybe my grandfather was a pujari as a priest falling before prostrate before idols he might have done everything against the gospel of the kingdom of god but i am not relieved from them by gold or silver or paying something here and there no precious blood of christ what is the precious blood of christ no spot no blemish that old stain is not there at all totally redeemed from the traditions of my fathers i am a new creation hallelujah total cleansing we believe in the power of the blood of jesus we keep on singing there is power there is power what power it's not simply jumping power or thumping power it is this cleansing power turn with me to book of numbers chapter 23 verses 22 and 23 see what's happening look at verse 22 <laughs> god brings them out of egypt what is egypt known for magic huh isn't it who counteracted moses egyptian magicians god has brought out of egypt does the egyptian magic follow us now there is no sorcery against jacob nor is there any divination against israel coming to places we are having disease i am sick my father is sick my mother is sick my child is no sister then there must be something here i'll take a fasting for four days and find out what thagadu is where you know the tin sheet business has become very calm 
you have come out of egypt the magic cannot follow you. there is no sorcery against jacob there is no divination against israel it now must be said of jacob encircle the word now it must now be told of jacob and of israel not what the devil has done but what i know you are just uh, changing your basic thinking pattern this is what we are trying to do in this program okay brother this is about the curse you say the father's thing will not come to the son okay that's okay but will the blessing come okay the bible says believe on the lord jesus christ you will be saved and your house so does it mean if i am saved my family also is saved when the head of the family is saved the potential possibility for the members of the family to be saved becomes much and easier for example noah was found righteous in the sight of god i have a question if the sons and daughters in law of noah had refused to enter the ark you think they would have been saved so it speaks about the potential possibility for the family members to be saved that's why john the baptist told the listeners of his message don't begin to save yourselves that you have got abraham as your father god is able of his stones to raise children unto abraham not all those who are born to abraham are isaacs but only those who are the children of promise they are the isaacs there are still several more aspects under this uh, big subject of spiritual warfare but these four i thought are the main ones which i wanted to deal with you maybe sometime later somewhere by some means i would deal with the remaining issue here i have a book in my hand making war in the heavenlies a different look this was written by a pentecostal pastor bill randles according to my knowledge this book is not available in any indian bookstalls i am trying to get them to india as many copies as possible because i found this book extremely helpful but there is another book which is equally good that is war on the saints this is written by jesse pen lewis she was an eye witness of the wales revival of 1904 genuine revival was there but lot of counterfeits also surfaced so she in association with ewan roberts used mightily in that revival both of them have together brought this book war on the saints i am very very happy that evangelical literature service ells in madras they have brought a reprint of this book in india 
you have some copies if you don't get copies here go to ELS it is their publication you can get as many copies as possible there is another book equally good maintaining balance when the doctrines winds of doctrines blow I want to tell you something most of the books on spiritual warfare come from America Several of them are not worth reading. They have gone to extremes. You know why? For many, many centuries, West did not believe in anything supernatural. Because of science and the explosion of industry, they became rationals. So many of them did not believe in the existence of Satan at all. But now the pendulum has swung as a reaction to the other side. So in that context, whatever they write, it is an eccentric emphasis, it is not balanced. Most of the books on warfare that come from the West, they glorify experience or they exalt experience over doctrine. I have read so many of them. They will say, in Jamaica, this is what we did with the territorial spirit, so this happened, so this must be true. In China, this is what we did. So they tried to deduce doctrine from experience. We should not deduce doctrine from experience, but we should test experience on the anvil of truth. Any book I take, by the grace of God, I will be able to quickly find out whether the author goes from experience to truth or truth to experience. So on that basis only, I try to recommend these materials to you. We will continue our study in the next segment. God bless you.